Welcome to Crab Chat, the unofficial fantasy review that you never wanted nor asked for. I'm your host, Matey the Crab, and alongside me, as always, is your co-host, Chucky Roll. How are you, chicken? Yeah, I'm good, Matty. How are you? Going good. So, everyone, welcome to the official podcast. We are going to be jumping into a few different bits tonight, uh, looking at the overall scores, wrapping up the uh, outcomes from the matches, looking at some standout performances from some big fantasy pigs. A couple of devastating injuries this weekend. Just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> We've got a big list to run through. We'll be calling in our um, resident doctor, Tim Robertson, for that one. What else are we doing tonight, Chicken? Uh, look at the ladder, some, uh, some transaction history that I think... Uh Needs to, or some transactions that need to be highlighted mm. in the transaction history. There were some stinkers this week. Some clangers, some dickens. We've got it all, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> some good Archie dickens. Yeah. We'll touch on that later. Um, and as I love to, we're going to talk about Robbo's predictor. And tear that to shreds. Uh, <laughs> we've got some big numbers that have been crunched this weekend about. Uh, basically questioning why Tim pays for it um, <laughs> on a monthly subscription basis. <laughs> um, all right. So let's run to the top. We're going to start firstly yeah. with... Um, well, we have to start the scores. We've got to start the scores. Go? So why don't you take it away, Tim? Um, ben. <laughs> Chucky, please. Chucky Cass. Yeah. So, uh, mate, uh, big things this round. We had a win for Hermes Heroes over the Janitors by a comfortable, mm. was that, 200? Uh, 206. Darling get up over over Creds with a similar scoreline, mm. 200 there, but um, much more respectable scoreline from the losing side from that one. Yeah, 1,000. Uh, Bears of Claws went down at home to Daniel Chick by about 90. Mm-hmm. The Fondlers fondled the Crabs by about 150. Hurts. And uh, the Joel Bowdens yeah. sunk. Yeah. Number one were pipped by Chicken Casseroles in the last fixture of the weekend. And that, that ended a five-game winning streak mm. for the Joel Bowdens. It did. It did. That's a huge win by the roll. Yeah. Um, Could so, not be prouder. No, you did well. Um, and hats off to you. That's a huge game. Um, and you're actually a bit of form now. What's that for you for the roll? Third win on the trot. On the so trot. not getting ahead of ourselves, but... But that was off the back of three losses on the trot. Yeah, so, yeah, so the club's definitely a bit, bit of more energy around the club. So Let's just say that. It's good to see a Carlton Blue jumper winning as well, because yeah. that's not happening in real life. We'll come to that a bit later. <laughs> um, any other surprises? Uh, any, any of those other results uh, that surprised you, Matty? No, look, Josh uh, Marochi, once, twice, three times a darling. He is, I reckon, a big dark horse at the moment. He's posting some big scores. What, 12, Huge scores. 1282 this weekend. That was the highest for the round uh, by 50. I think it's the second time he's done it as well. The yeah. score of the round. Yeah, so he's in hot form. And mm, I don't think ladder. his ladder position does that justice in fourth. Mm. So he's one to watch. Kyle, as always, is very dangerous. I think he's underperforming relative to how good his team is. And we'll touch on why his team is so good as well. Yeah. Apart from that, mate, the crabs are running dry in the river. They are in... Real trouble. Yeah, huge questions, actually, because they were red hot out the gates at the start of the season. Crowds were first. I was Mm. pretty comfortable on top, and I'm slipping to fifth now, so I'm outside the finals. Yeah. Um, Fans are not happy, let me tell you that much. Yeah, Uh, but if you're talking about poor form, um, I mean, you can look at Jordan. What's that? This is his fifth loss in a row. Yeah. Um, His stand-up script is basically writing itself. Yeah. All right, so let's come to the round. So yeah, let's get into it. In terms of standouts, it was undoubtedly the last game of the round. What did Lockie Whitfield do tonight? 190 points. And it's just... I'm pretty confident that's the highest score. Oh, yeah, it's the highest score we've seen. Yeah, and not only that, and he was just bloody captain. So that's 380 that yeah. Simon is taking home for, 
for the um, three hundred eighty captain. And I was facing Simon when I saw him post uh, the C on Whitfield. I was pretty happy that mm, mm. thinking first came back from an injury, yeah. he might be warming into it with a ninety to a hundred. Yeah, you would have hoped so. <laughs> well, he didn't fucking do that, did he? <laughs> 190, and then Jesus. Taranto, my vice captain, yeah, the same, same game, game, same team, same team. Oh. 155. You'd hate to be a fan of whatever team was versing those two. Oh, blokes. wouldn't you? Wouldn't you hate to make your fantasy team wear that jumper? Jesus. But Taranto wasn't alone on 155. Jack Zebel for North Melbourne. Uh, out of nowhere. Who's in Creds FC. Out of the, yeah. out of the trade pool. It wasn't waiting for that. So mm. Creds has picked Zebel up this week. Mm. And Zeebles paid him back, paid the faith, 155. And he got him from me, of all fucking people. Did you do listen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Last, I think last week, two weeks ago, I dropped Zeebel. What, Wasn't form slump? Injury? Yeah, form slump. No injury, just... What was... numbers was he posting before you dropped him? <laughs> Not 155, I could do that much. Fuck. <laughs> all right, and then... Uh, Grundy. Fourth best of the round, Grundy. Mate, he's just... Yeah, I've mm. seen him on 150 a couple of times now. That's not his first uh, 150. Is, yeah. yeah, solid player, solid ruck. Um, I think Johns has plonked the cap on him every week. Mm. Hasn't changed that once since round one. No need, really. Very smart move. Mm. Uh, so Grundy doing it again. So there's your top four performers. <coughs> Whitfield, Taranto, Zeebel, Grundy. Um, now, we'll come back to injuries in a minute because we want to call Tim up for that one. But there was some fucking shockers this week. Uh, and I'm... Obviously hurting over Zach Jones, pulled his hamstring at the second. Yeah. Uh, he was posting a pretty respectable, what was he on, 50, I'm going to say 52. Yeah. Before yeah. half time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he was finding his form back because he was in a bit of a slump. Yeah, 50 points before half. As a defender, you'd be happy with that. Yeah, and then he right. wasn't the only one. Mm. Zach Williams for Giants did his string in the second quarter as well. So there's a few soft tissues floating around. Who's got, who's got Williams? Uh, I don't know who's got Williams. I'm not sure if anyone I think does. it might be uh, Simo, I want to guess. I'll do the research on that one. Yeah. Um, you know what? Fuck Tim. Let's just do the injuries ourselves. <coughs> yeah, he's in bed anyway. He messaged me. I forgot to tell you. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works well. We're, we're the doctor this week. So who yeah. else have we got injured, Ben? Uh, so yeah, you look up Zach Williams. We've also got um, Dangerfield. He's done an ankle. Yes. Um, That's um, huge, actually. Yeah, yeah. Bit, uh, bit up and about for that one because Kyle was uh, starting to seem like the team that just could not be beat. Uh, yeah. A little bit there, but yeah, Dear's ankle late in the fourth and will potentially be missing a week. Mm. Um, yeah. We've got late uh, in the fourth as well. How'd mm. you be? Yeah, yeah. We've got um, uh, McAvoy. Is it McAvoy? The ca- yeah, uh, big boy McAvoy. For Hawks. Yeah, mm. he's twisted his right knee, didn't play the second half. Um, off. Yeah. So that's another injury to Kyle, but that didn't stop him from, from posting a big. Yeah. Um, but this week I think it'll yeah. just be yeah, injuries that affect him next week and the week after mm-hmm. Mitchell Lewis left the game with a concussion uh, and um, lastly my boy my ruck Reece Stanley yeah. late withdrawal out yeah. of nowhere that wasn't that topical in the group chat the one week I didn't have a ruck emergency mm-hmm. and he's uh, a DNP so you had uh, Nankervis. Nankervis. <laughs> Jesus, what a bloke. So you put him on the bench for DNP. DNP. Yeah, first week that I've made uh, Stanley my Promoted Reece Stanley. Yeah, yeah. And what Huge does he form. do? Uh, gets a DNP. Just yeah. a DNP. Like I, Nankervis was never going to play. So it was like, yeah, as I said, rolling mm. the dice for the first week in a row. No ruck uh, emergency. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Next, uh, in the group chat, enters John, John. enters the game, now, and uh, lets me know that it's fuck. not too late on the Saturday night, as long as I uh, choose a ruck that is um, a ruck and my ruck emergency, as long as that trade, Nankervis for Paddy Ryder, was uh, two blokes that hadn't played yet, and uh, could have worked out better. Paddy Ryder got me a tidy, I think, 70-odd. Mm. Now, what John's done is he's brought into question fantasy football etiquette. Oh, Yeah. 
if you're playing a game of cards <laughs> at someone's house, go. there's rules about table talk. Yeah. You can you can exchange looks and glances. Yeah. But we're not talking strategy of the game. If you're playing guitar, you know, you might bluff a little bit. Yeah. But you're not helping out, you know, Samantha across the table, are you? <laughs> you're out to dick her. <laughs> so what I don't understand is that in the group chat, not even in a private message, in front of all 10 players, yeah. John throws you a lifeline. Yeah. You, you're missing a Ruckman. Yeah. This is your chance to go down after a, what, two-game winning streak. Two-game winning streak from, from 10. Let, let well, that be said. Still, we want to keep you at 10. <laughs> And John tells you exactly, step by step, how to redeem yourself. John well, could not be uh, happier. Let me know if you I'm need anyone because I'm willing to trade with you. Thanks, <laughs> th- thanks buddy. These trade lines are Huge open. shout out to uh, yeah, Daniel Chick, the sponsor of today's <laughs> podcast. Because <laughs> I would not be happy enough to do this if it wasn't for Paddy Ryder coming in in the final hour. But talking about teams who are riddled by injury. Um, yeah, there's one, a couple of injuries we haven't mentured for a reason. They're one, in the, all the same team. Oh, one team, and that's the the janitors. Oh, the janitors. What a week Pour the janitors Pour out for the janitors. So Started midweek. Oh, Friday night, what was it? Someone posted the group chat? Yeah, it was. It was early chat before the round started. Dugowie, uh with shin soreness. Shin soreness. Don't even know what that is. Apparently he's been carrying that for a few weeks as well. Right. So mm. I'm not sure why he's... Pulled out this week. Must have yeah. come too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what else happened to... Caniglia, his captain. Catch you later. out. Yeah. So he goes to skip us. So he named Tim Kelly as captain. <laughs> and what is... <laughs> straight face, Joe. Straight face. <laughs> so Tim, without his... Caniglia <laughs> 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 reliable bench. Steve Cornelio gives the C to Tim Kelly, who's been having a great season. He has. And that's not a bad move. But <laughs> 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 fuck me. 2029 <laughs> Kelly goes out and posts a 56... <laughs> So Tim's dark. He's got Cornelio. He's got Degoli on the park doing DOP. And if that Cornelio on the bench, Jacobs on the bench. They're both not playing. And Kelly that wasn't gets enough. Fifty six. <laughs> top it all off. Top it all off. He's got two midfielders who have underperformed harshly. Sean Higgins with a sixty four. I'm pretty sure he played out the whole game. I haven't heard of an injury from him. No, uh, but Mark Murphy didn't play the whole game. <laughs> Mark Murphy in the middle, <laughs> earning points for the janitors, a ten. The lowest on-field score for the yeah, season. and you've written, a, you've written a little uh, injury note here about yeah. what happened to Mark. Uh, so, was the words, so he's your gone to the rooms. There, there, he's gone to the rooms, and the doctors have uh, called the media and they say he's been shit mixed <laughs> in the rib cage by Mumford. He went straight to hospital, had scans. He's not coming back anytime soon. Um, I think his rib cage is doubled in number of bones. <laughs> um, but that's a horrible outcome for a team who really needed a different. Uh, ten of events there. Yeah, he yeah. did not deserve a ten. So a black and blue janitors have now slipped to eight. Rest in peace, janitors. Because apart from missing about what ten players, mm. he had Heath Shaw get one twenty eight, Luke Parker one thirty one, side bottom one seventeen. That's mm. uh, bad. actually. No, he had a pretty <laughs> shit round. <laughs> anyway, he could he could have done better. He could have done. He could have done better. Anyway, and speaking of uh, yeah, the janitors slipping to eighth. Which is, uh, yeah, all of a sudden questions of comedy routine are now starting to be mm. thrown around Very for, realistic. for Timmy Robertson. That's right. let's, um, yeah, let's talk about some other ladder movements. What do we got? Uh, so the Fondlers, Ball Fondlers 11, have been given a bit of a leg up by the crab and they're back on top. Yeah. So, so the Fondlers are pretty happy out in front, doing a bit of a Geelong. What, six wins, one draw? Uh, so 26 points? Let's yeah. pull the ladder up. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it is. Yeah, so he is in front. You Three. Pull- Six wins, one draw, 26, closely followed by Kyle. Six wins, no draws at 24. That's mm-hmm. the, the two players to beat, so to speak. So they're out in front, clear on points. And then also clear on points in third is the Bowdens. Uh, 
22, so that's five wins, three losses, one draw. Yeah. Uh, all three Darling, very strong teams. Darling and Crabs on 20, and that's the rounds out the top five. Point to note that Crabbenough has slipped to fifth, so mm. uh, yeah, they've pretty much been in and around the top three up until now. Up until now. And yep. they've now out of the double chance zone. Obviously, yep. one to four getting the double chance come finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's huge. Chicken casserole moved up to sixth, so really that's a bit of a yeah bounce back from rock bottom. You the would casserole say. is cooking, uh, and they are on the same points as Daniel Chick, Robos, and Creds. Oh no, sorry, just Daniel Chick, Robos, um, Creds. Then on twelve points beneath those three, and Banter Claws at the bottom. Just, mm. just. Five loss streak. That is a five loss streak. And yeah. what's he on now? Two wins, seven losses. So Dina yeah. has some serious questions that need answering. Mm. Back to the ladder for a second there, Chuck. Yeah. You might notice uh, Creds FC yeah. sitting second last, but very honourably, he has had the most points against. Yeah, by a mile. By <laughs> a country mile. So this game is a lot of luck and it's not on Cred's side. He's had 10,187 points against. For a bit of context. For a yeah. bit of context, the next most points against is, what, 100? 10,010. So 180, or 170 points less. 170 points less. And the average is 9,798. So Cred's is just facing everyone on their day. Yeah. And he's still not on bottom. So it yeah. says less yeah. about Cred's, more about Dinger. How the f- <laughs> how yeah. he is coming last? Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, but the lab, the ladder is talking a lot this round. So a lot of movement, a lot of things happening. Yeah. Um. Now and there's some trades as well. Heaps of crazy trades this week. Big and trades. This heaps week. of them paying off. I couldn't believe it. I went back to the transaction yeah. history to see any clangers, mm-hmm. and I just found uh, gem after gem of a coaching move. We had. Heath Shaw picked up in midweek by Timmy. He got him 124 in his back line. Which didn't really take him too far, all things considering. <laughs> Full credit to him, though, for the, for the manoeuvre. Uh, Jack Zebel, as we said, the third highest scoring player in the round out of everyone. He was a free agent up until mm. Wednesday this week, picked up by Creds at the forward line. And Nick Newman for Carlton in the back line uh, of uh, Daniel Chick. He got a tidy 114. And that was Newman's first game back from injury. So it was a smart pickup. Mm. You know he's a regular high performer. So um, well done by Daniel Chick. Fourth one worth a mention, isn't it, Matty? Big mention. It did get brought up in the group chat um, with some very provocative... Pardon me, provocative banter. I managed to pick up Dom Sheed from the Eagles uh, mm. in my midfield about Thursday as a free agent trade, not even a restricted free no, agent trade. No, just sitting there. But I sat him on the bench because I gave my boy Seb Ross one last chance. How many chances have you given <laughs> Seb Ross, I'd like to know? It's just when you, when you, when you pick someone as your fourth draft pick and you send your captain to, while Gaff's out, you, you want to see them perform. You want to see them do well, and Ross has dicked me time, time again. and time again. The two times he scored three digits, he's been on my bench. So, <laughs> yeah, I think anyone who wants to trade him, come and talk to so me. So, you've benched yeah. Sheed in favour of Ross playing. Yeah, and, and Dom Sheed, first week with the casserole, has gone bang. 133. Yeah, I think he top scored the game. I think he did top score Un- that game. Unreal, yeah. yeah. He outperformed your captain in the yeah, same game, yeah. and he's on the bench. I was worried. Sat on Saturday, Dom Sheet on my bench, 133, and Severus on the field with 71. Mm-hmm. I was worried. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Talking about coaching clangers, which that is just a classic example of yeah, yeah. leaving 130 plus on the yeah. bench. Some big clangers. What else do we have? We were um, mentioned one. We have mentioned Sheed for Ross. We've mentioned Tim, uh, making Tim Kelly right. his captain. Yeah, yeah. Again, 2020 hindsight for both of these, but... Arguably foreseeable. Yeah. But Tim yeah. Kelly with a 56 as captain when Keneally goes out. The context around it is yeah. horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've got Creds uh, dropping Nick Newman 
yeah. for Cade Simpson. Yeah. So Newman goes 114 uh, in favour of the chick. Yeah. And, and his Cade Simpson. Carlton defender gets the did not <laughs> did play. Did not play. <laughs> so Crows has forfeited 114 yeah, points. Trade decision there. Um, now, I thought that was Newman's first game back. So maybe Crows has kept him. Mm. Dropped him before his first game back. Yeah. For Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simpson doesn't play. Yeah. Newman does play. He was expecting the reverse. Yeah, Simpson Very to come back and Newman not to be ready yet. Craig, you've got to check your lineups. Mm. Now, that's what Clangers done. Yeah, and now for our returning or our regular segment of uh, the podcast each week, the Archie Dickens. This will be a massive segment yeah. this year. I think it's probably my favourite segment. Definitely. So give us a bit of history. Who is Archie Dickens? Yeah, so uh, Archie Dickens was a uh, well-known uh, VFL player. He played in the 1923 VFL uh, Grandy. Yep. Um, Harold Arthur Dickens. Archie. Archie. Yeah. Archie Dickens. And um, yeah, he is what we have uh, named uh, this segment after. Who, who we've named? this segment after mm. um, for basically the, the team that has got the worst Dickens who has been Dickens <laughs> well and truly Archie Dickens yeah. this round and, and there, there was a fair few nominations but a clear winner yeah. a clear winner I think you would have uh, caught the overriding vibe of this whole podcast thus far <laughs> and we're going to keep banging on about it Robbo's Jared <laughs> what a week Cornelio out oh. Dugowie out Murphy out after 10 points yeah well done, Tim. You've earned the round nine Archie Dickens yeah. vote. Yeah. Uh, so of all people to, to have this sort of round up against. Mm. Yeah, it happened against Kyle. And so. And he is out in front with one vote yeah. for the 2019 Archie Dickens medal. <laughs> yeah. So well done, Tim. Well deserved vote. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, this is the talking point I did touch on the very start. Yeah, we've got two quick talking points to, to wrap up. To wrap things up. This um, is the big one, though. This sure. is the number cruncher, and everyone on the podcast should be familiar with this. I have talked about it before in the group chat. Yeah, you've got a bit of a beat in bonnet, don't you? Yeah, it's a bone I want to pick. Yeah, yeah. It's a bone I want to pick with Tim. Again. <laughs> so, Tim has a predictor that he pays for. Fantasy uh, coach, yeah. Fantasy coach. So, this is out of his own... <coughs> income yeah he could be buying Alex something nice yeah on a monthly basis yeah it could be Can't stress that could enough. be buying some treats or toys for uh, Ollie yeah could buy himself something nice nice clothes yeah, yeah. go out coffee. for a pint yeah now he puts his money into this predictor mm. now last week the predictor did some horrible things so the predictor um, we talked about it having what people off by a hundred or so yeah above below this week's gone even worse so Tim posted photos of his predictor during the week. Which I love, by the way. I will say that. I love knowing what I, love I knowing. think. Because it just adds a little bit of banter. Oh, I just love knowing because yeah. I know how long it's going to be. <laughs> so let me run you through everyone's uh, performances in contrast to what Tim told you it was going to be. Yeah. Now, you might notice that every single team, <coughs> apart from the janitors for obvious reasons, went above and beyond their predicted score. So Band of Claws, Jordan Dinger, 49 above. John Marintz, Daniel Chick, 67 above. Fondlers, 124 above. The Crab Man, 75 above. Uh, Joel Bowden, 28. Uh, the Casserole, 146 above. Mm. The predictor score. Yeah, that's they? a big performance. Mm. Uh, Kyle, not far off, only 35 off. Once, twice, three times a darling. Jesus. 189 points above the predictor score. And then Kres FC, 41 above. So if we take out um, Tim's, you know, horrible. Outlier score, the Dickens, yeah. <laughs> take out his Archie, we get an average of 110 points off with the predictor, which is injecting a you know decent midfielder into your team. Yeah. That's the difference it's a 12th between... Player. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a 12th player. Yeah. So, Tim, if you're listening, um, 
put your money in a smarter place, maybe into a high interest savings account and scrap the predictor because it's not doing you or anyone any favours apart from that Thursday morning yeah. entertainment when you post yeah. pictures. Although another way of looking at it is potentially he should just keep up with the subscription and then at the end of the season when he's come last, the predictor is just a huge source of material for him in that stand-up gig. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's a bit of an insurance course. <laughs> yeah, 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 big time, big oh, time. If I'm going down, at least I've got my uh, yeah good five-minute segment <laughs> written for me. I am looking forward to opening How my How shit that fantasy coach was. I'll tell you what, that the thought of that uh, stand-up routine gets me through... A Zach Jones type performance. Yeah. It gets yeah. me through when a player's underperforming, you just think about at least at the end of all this pain, <laughs> I get to sit there and just watch Dinger or Robbo, hopefully. Just Yeah, I'm really put hoping for themselves. Yeah, yeah. I think Dinger would be hilarious on stage, but I just would really prefer to watch Robbo. I would love to see Tim yeah, sweat. Yeah. <laughs> the sweat. <laughs> So finish us off, casserole. <laughs> yeah, uh, my bone to pick, uh, just quickly, is the um, restricted free agents versus free agents in the trading system. Jared, I'm gonna I'm gonna use you as a bit of an example. Do you understand how it works? I've got no fucking clue. Because I'm I'm bringing this to the table because I've had two. Uh, I've had the the ball fondlers and the Joel Bowdens both come to me on separate occasions <laughs> and uh, express to me how they don't understand how it works. And uh, to me, it seemed like really simple. I've pretty much had it, had it under wraps since like round three or four. Yeah. So yeah, Jared, what is a restricted free agent? So <laughs> <laughs> a restricted free agent chicken. Is a player yeah. who is not currently owned yeah, good start. by a team. Yeah. Yeah. Correct so far. Uh, but cannot be taken like that. Yeah. So you can't just click and accept. All right. Well done. Yeah, that's it. So a restricted free agent is if there's in a certain locked time zone. Yeah. Maybe I think immediately after the round. Yeah. A day after the round. That's it. And depending on if they've just been delisted. Yeah. That's it. A day after delisting, I think, as well. Then you can't click and accept you have to put down a, like a pre-order yeah that's it is and that yeah yeah that's it that's it now you've nailed it yeah you're definitely more right. confident okay, <laughs> for, those, no. for those listening he was sweating but no you've got you've got that mate okay. nathan simo had no clue um but yeah that's basically it make sure you bloody understand or otherwise yeah the likes of uh kyle and josh who are mm. just gonna clean up each they week have been with abusing some and dynamite using. trades mm-hmm. um uh, yeah, and then obviously that's how the order works is that when you use your RFA order in pre-order, oh. you wait 24 hours and then you, you get the bloke, you'll then go to the 10th spot in the order. But if someone in that window yeah. also goes to the person and uh, is higher than you, then they'll get it. Such so as tying that back Warple. to this round, She's tying dead. that back to this round, so uh, Creds has delisted Newman. Yeah. John must have saw that for mm. you bloody beauty. He's yeah. put down that's a it. Yeah. little vote on Newman. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's say he was, I don't know, sixth on the RFA <coughs> and ball yeah. um, fondlers were second. Mm, mm. Ball fondlers can see that, mm. call it, mm. also request yeah. Newman. I'm not sure if they can see the fact that John has requested Newman or not. But they can um, try and take But yeah, they, they can see that Newman has, uh, is, is now up for grabs, RFA. basically. Yeah. And if he's high on the order, then he yeah, can take it. Okay. They'll wear the fondlers. I think to note is that it's, uh, yeah, just within a day, I think. So yeah, eventually, you know, all the players that I dropped last week will, will be, be free, free agent. agents. And when you recruit a free agent, it's instantaneous and it, it doesn't affect your RFA order. So, all right. mate, Dom Sheed, for example, was a oh, free agent. So that was a bit of a gimme. That was a gimme. And now, 
now he is definitely going to be in the casseroles midfield next week. All right, we um, heard it here first. Mike and Graves. yeah, speaking of next week, let's do some predictions. We're back right. to round one with uh, the matchups. Yeah, so we've all played through each other once. Can't believe it. Yeah, I know, it goes fast. Also, you'll make note of who you're versing this week because you'll be versing them three times in the season rather than um, just twice. Yeah, so that'll that's be key info. that'll be inter- uh, interesting to see as the all season right. progresses. But anyway, mm. the Janitors versus Creds FC. Who do you back, Jared? This is a bit of a tough one. Look, Tim has a lot of work to do during oh, yeah. the week. To, oh, yeah. To mop up the janitor's mess. And the Creds, mate, they did well. They closed 1100 have, this week. I say this yeah. every week. Creds is a solid team. And like we saw tonight, he has just been facing some horrible yeah. matchups. Morocco goes 1280. Yeah. And the way he's facing Creds. Yeah. So I think Creds will finally have his day in the sun here. Yeah. Me too. I'm I just also, can't see the janitor's recuperating from that round. Yeah. Picking creds not only because I think he deserves a win and the hard work early season with trades is paying off, but I also really want to see the janitors go down the ninth. So we've got a, a unanimous vote there from yeah. both Cre- your hosts. Creds and creds. Uh, now we've got Hermashiro and Daniel Chick. Mm. Both in, uh, you yeah. know, I'm going to say pretty good form. This will be a good game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Daniel Chick is also one of those blokes, similar to creds, but, but not as bad, whose ladder position is a bit under... Mm-hmm. Uh, representing uh, the form of the team and, and the scores he's been posting. But, Definitely. mate, Hermes bloody hell. He's oh. got bloody, yeah, what were we saying before the podcast? Three of, of the, the... the top 12 Ruckmans in the competition. He's got three of them. Three of them. Go figure out how he's got three. And there's only one Ruckman spot on the ground. And he's got, what, Ruck forward, Rowan Marshall? Yeah. Who's yeah. just, what, and he's also in the top, yeah, Rowan and Marshall's also like in the top 15 um, Unbelievable. forward line, as well as Boak and Dangerfield. Hopefully Dangerfield's injured. Hopefully so, he's out for a week. So that'll maybe give, five. give John a window. Then mm. again, Daniel Chick's been playing some good uh, footy. I'm going to go... Yeah. I'm going to go Dangerfield will miss a week. Uh, the Chicks will, will pip him at the post. Put Ooh. me down for a Daniel Chick. Okay, well, I'm the opposite way off because I do think Daniel Chick is better than what the seventh on the ladder mm. position suggests. Mm. But looking at the average scores, what Hermes Shiro has got 10,339. Yeah. Whereas Daniel Chick's on 9,898. Yeah. For yeah. The whole comp. I'm just going to say. Still a bit behind. All right. Numbers wise, I know Kyle's got a very good fantasy head. He'll cover that Dangerfield hole. Um, I'm going to put down Hermashiro. Alrighty, alrighty. Then we got um, uh, Jack Darling uh, versus Krabbener, Matt Krabbener, the Derby, you would say? I would say it's the Derby. <laughs> it's the Crab Man versus Jerk Darling. Um, I don't rate myself at all. <laughs> the crab is cooked. Oh, surely it's not that bad. The Come legs on. are falling off. The crab hasn't <laughs> pinched in about four weeks. <laughs> The it's river is running wings. dry. Yeah, no, you're definitely in a bit of a trough. Oh. But it's been the first trough of all season, so I'm in a trench, mate. Yeah, not uh, definitely not um, the, the end of it. So on the ladder, we're tied even. We've both got twenty points, five wins, four losses. Yeah, that's um, a match out. Josh has got a much higher score than me. I've been a bit luckier and has some easier opposition so far, mm. less points against. Yeah, but he's in good form. He's got four of the last five wins. I've got two of the last five. Mm. Um, I've got an injury in the back line I need to sort out. Um, yeah, exactly. and Marachi, what well, he's yeah. he's got what was it? Fiorini came in this week for him. Yeah, and just was... went Dutza, yeah. hundred and forty something. Yeah. So uh, as his um, was he captain? He was captain. Yeah, Fiorini went as uh, his captain, and Fiorini was his um last draft pick. Yes, went fifteen. Yeah. How is that? Yeah. 
How is that a thing? That is some under- and boy, did uh, Josh let us know about it in the group chat. Yeah. He was yeah. pumped up. Yeah, yeah. Big time. So, look, for me, it's it's a no-brainer. The crab um, needs a bit longer in the boiling pot. Yeah, look, I'm uh, comparing, the, looking at the matchup now, the two teams, and the averages are definitely, averages and, uh, I guess, injury woes are definitely in Injury woes, uh, yeah. Of um, uh, once, twice, three times. So, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. All right, you uh, Yeah, we're going to see Meraki. Uh, come up against uh, Zilstra. Two votes Meraki, one vote Zilbung. Mm. Now, the next round, we've mm. got uh, Band of Claws and the Chicken Casserole. Yeah. Ooh. At the start of the season, this would have been uh, 10th plays 9th. <laughs> uh, yeah. Things are uh, a bit different though. Dingers down the bottom and uh, the rolls are on their way up. But still, you know, not that far above. Two wins and Dingers are uh, level with me. Who mm-hmm. are you? Who you're backing? I just think Dinger has the worst team I've ever seen in fantasy football. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> that is a big call. Who is? He's got Jake Lloyd in his back line, who is just a star. Fucking hell, yeah. He's just got a decent team. <laughs> the worst team you've ever seen. Okay, not the worst team I've ever seen. He's got Zaharakis, Jake Lloyd, Nat Fife, Max Gorn, who is just his pride and joy. Yeah, big Does, time. Doesn't he love Gorny? Yeah, yeah. Um. Holy fuck. Actually, he's got a pretty good team. How, how, <laughs> I was going to say. How has Digger not won a game? The, um, mate, he got... Dan Jones, Guthrie, Henderson, Steele. He got let down by five getting... He got Monday getting 125 down 75 as his captain. So his captain's got 74 that week. But I'm talking yeah. whole season-wise. Ding, he's he got, won two games. Yeah. He's got Blakely who's just come in. So he could be a dangerous defender. Yeah. Me, I know me and Tim were trying to trade him for Blakely, but... Serious question. Mm. Uh, anyone listening, feel free to write in. Um, crabchat at gmail.com yeah this is our question for the week for sure what is Dinger doing wrong at Banter Claws <laughs> I'm looking at his team right now and it baffles me how he's only won two games they're not that bad no not at all yeah this is the first time I think I've opened his page and he's pretty well rounded yeah yeah. actually had a very good week as well what did he score this week uh, pretty sure he made 1100 yeah yeah okay I'll just uh, that's off the top of my head though let's go grab it mm. Fixtures, Band of Claws, 11.07. Oh, that's right. That was... Simo did call this one. He nearly upset Daniel Chick. Yeah. But yeah. just ran out of legs at the last post. Yeah. You can't... Again, hmm. it's just that captain. Nat Fife, 75 doubled versus Brody Grundy. Got 150 yeah. doubled. Uh, and that's, Nat the, Fife, that's, that's the That's the loss right there. And to be fair, Nat Fife really goes below 100. Yeah. Especially in the last few weeks. He's been a monster in the midfield. Yeah. So... Monday got... Unlucky by banter. Yeah. Gorn and Mundy both got in 125. Uh, yeah, and had he captured Gorn, Lloyd, there's 250 points. Mm. Look, I'm going to go... I am really on the bandwagon now. Yeah. On the, on the banter bandwagon. Put me down for a clause win over the roll. Oh! Despite the, the, the roll of the Casa. Despite the Casa going 1,200 Kassa this week. on the roll. No, I'm going banter clause. Look, I, I definitely agree with he's you. He's due for a win. You know, I think I think banter clause deserves the win. And he's, I think, the, the crowd favourite for, for those at home that have been following What My Crab 2.0. But uh, I think similar to, to the Starks in Game of Thrones, just because <laughs> they deserve the win and the crowd's backing them doesn't mean it goes their way. And I do think um, <coughs> the Casa roll will keep on rolling. Ben's confident. <coughs> And the last game of the week. Really interested to hear your pick around this one because if we remembered around one, the Fonders and Bowdens drew. They did. They got ten forty apiece in the opening round of the season. How to start your season? Yeah, and it's caused chaos in the ladder because of that extra two it points. Has. That it has. It has separated the whole top five by two points each because it's of really that draw. Spread out. No, it really no, has made a difference. The clumps. Um, 
Fondler's top of the top of the ladder. Bowden's were top of the ladder, but then got uh, beat by me this week. Who are you backing? I just had a realization. Joel Bowden has been up and down, hasn't he? He's gone from first. He's dropped down. He's come back up. He's dropped down. Oh, he went. He was at the bottom. Went right up to the first, and then yeah, mm. has now dropped down for the first time in a yeah. while. He was yeah. on a five-game winning streak, and it's now he was just actually. You know, he was steady for quite yeah. some time. Good point. Uh, look, Fondler's are just munching through the competition at the moment. They post some real high scores in the last few weeks. I think unlucky, unlucky to have a few losses. Yeah. Um. Recently, so I don't think the recent form is telling. I think the um team on the day and it's merit is all we can judge it on yeah it's going to be a tight game regardless well just imagine imagine if they draw again (laughs) oh mate fucking hell you'd never hear the end of it Um, Mm. and uh, I think the people that would be most upset would actually be Nathan and Simon because I feel like both of them would really want one to come on top of the other they would be dark for bragging rights and everything that that comes with it you know what, we're actually going to go against you here, Jared. Fondlers definitely, I think, uh, deserve their, their top spot. They've been playing good footy. Sam has been making some, some good coaching decisions. Has but, been coaching well. Mate, Whitfield going 119, getting it doubled, That's I think rare. is pretty much the only reason he's posted a big score this week. You've got Johansson getting 70 in his back line. It's, it's, not, it's not fantastic. You, you wouldn't say it's, you know, worth no. going to the bench for, but it's not, you know, great. And then you've got Paddy Cripps getting 45 in his midfield. I don't think he was even injured. And then his forward line, <laughs> he's still got Jesse Hogan and Tom Hawkins together. I don't understand. Together uh, making 130. Yeah. Yeah. Hogan in the forward line for uh, Fondlers. That's yeah. very uncharacteristic. Yeah, and uh, mate, Bruce on his bench got 102. So maybe mm. we'll see him get a get back. Because he was on the on, on his starting 11 before. So maybe he'll come back. But who would he drop? Is he reckon he's going to drop Hogan or Hawkins? I think you'd want him to drop Hogan, um, on averages though, I think Hogan's uh, Hawkins has actually got the lower average. Here we go. Hawkins, 77 average Hawkins. 77, Hogan averages. Oh, no, 73.6. Yeah. So, yeah, Hogan, the man on the chopping block. So, you'd think. imagine he's going to bring Bruce in. Yeah. Um, what does surprise me, though, is Paddy Cripps, who's just been a star of the competition, mm. talked up highly by all, all coaches. He's gone 45 without an injury, albeit, you know, what, 500-point loss to Giants. Yeah. But he was tagged by Matt DeBoer, who is a very yeah. good tagger. He's oh, an incredible run with Stockman. Yeah, the numbers. But that up. does expose, because some players are untaggable. Yeah. For example, um, your sort of five players who are yeah. just contested ball winners, you tag them, they'll still get their 30 touches. Dangerfield, yep. Dangerfield. Cripps, though, we, he's shown he can be tagged. Jesus, and he hates it. <laughs> and he can't play well with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's not the first time being tagged, but with a yeah. professional sort yeah. of full-time run with player. 45, but mm. you just wonders what the other AFL coach is going to do in response to that. We'll just yeah. keep on dedicating a full-time run with to Crips. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does beg the question, but look, I... Maybe, maybe a grain of salt to be taken with that number, though, because I remember looking at the uh, Giants-Carlton uh, Dream Team stats mid-game and the top 10 players for their Dream mm. Team stats mm. were all Giants players. Carlton were just not touching the footy. No, but don't forget Nick <laughs> I didn't Newman. want to watch the game. Nick was... Newman was 114 in the Carlton back line. Yeah, he was the highest scoring, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Look, no, I think... I might go Bowdens. You're going to Bowdens? I'm going Bowdens. Huge. Yeah. All right, so... On that. We are once again going to see top spot lose uh, if Jared's prediction holds true. And Ben is going to go... Yeah, look, I, I versed the Bowdens this week. There's got some glaring holes in their forward line as well as Ball Fondlers. Um, okay. I, uh, I'm forgetting the names now. Let me have a look. We're talking... 
Jack Noons from Saints, uh, I think posted a 51. And then Dunkley went went big last week. So, yeah, may, maybe his 77 this week can be forgiven. But, yeah, Jack Martin, 79. Overall, just just not doing much. Um, and uh, Michael Hurley in the 76 in his back line. So, I think uh, the ball fondlers will actually take it. Yeah. I ball fondlers. I think... Uh, I think yeah, I disagree with you. What you said earlier that the ball fondlers weren't uh, were just in red hot form. I think they they've got lucky this week with Whitfield going ham. He did go ham. Yeah, but uh, no, I think uh, the fondlers will just get the bout in Surrey eighth. All right, you heard it here first. So the recapping the tips for the week to finish us off, uh, we've got uh, Jared tipping Creds with the janitors or unanimous. Sorry, uh, we've got Crabman and the casserole tipping Creds for a win over the janitors. I've tipped Hermashiro to beat Chick, and the Casseroles tipped Chick to beat Hermashiro. We've gone unanimous victory for once, twice, three times a darling over Matty Krabenar. <laughs> I've tipped Bandaclaws to get a very long overdue win over the Chicken Casserole, mm. and unsurprisingly, Chicken has tipped himself. And for the last game of round 10 next week, isn't it? Yeah. Round 10. Uh, I've tipped the Joel Bowdens yeah. to get up. And Chicken Casserole has tipped the ball funnel as 11. Only two unanimous tips there. Uh, I know. Jared. It so, has split us yeah, down the middle. This could be anything. Hopefully, there's some big things this week. So, really hoping week 10 doesn't disappoint either. Got any uh, absolute rogue calls that you want to want to make? Big calls for the week. Yeah, big calls for the week to finish us off. Well, take us home. I have a big raging chubby for Tim, Tar- <laughs> Tim Tarantino. <laughs> Tim Taranto at the moment. Yeah. What was that? 155. Yeah. Unsung yeah. hero. Probably the best performance for a two Brownlow vote game ever. Yeah. I'm going to see him out of absolute envy of his colleague Whitfield. Yeah. Go one step further. No. And go back to back 150 plus. Wow. Okay. That is a big call. I want to see consistency from Taranto. Right, here's a question. He is in your midfield and Trelaw, you have not had a problem all season as your captain. Are you going to back your big call and put... Uh, Taranto is your captain? I'll say this much. <laughs> if you want to learn how to coach a fantasy team like the best, watch watch me during the weekend. Not during the week. Watch my side during the weekend and look for some incredible tactician tacticianship <laughs> <laughs> with my captaincy. I'm going to be moving it and changing it and chopping it. Like you've never seen something move, change, and chop before. So bring a notepad, bring a pen, and watch what the crab man does this weekend. Look, that's a shit call. I'll be the first to say it. I'm sure all the boys can agree with me. Um, and uh, my big call of the week is I think this is going to be floodgates for trades this week. We've mm. had so many injuries. Uh, so many people fed up with forwards and midfielders and backmen that they've yep. just given too many chances. Fair call. Since round one, you know. I'm safe call. Uh, Boring yeah. call, but safe call. Seb Ross for me. All right, no, no. All right, bold call. I think we're going to see <laughs> 20 plus trades this week. Tw- 20 plus trades. So averaging two trades per team. Per team. So, so I, I reckon a couple of teams will go three, we'll have a couple of one trades, oh. and it'll, be, it'll get to 20. Shit call, good call. Massive call. Yeah. That's a huge call. Yeah. 20 plus I've explained trays. RTA. Hopefully everyone now understands Okay. It. And we're going to see some big teams. I know I've got a couple of people. That I like I'm, the call. I've, I'm a pretty injury-free side at the minute. So, yeah. 
So you're not even going to participate in the trading and you're still going to go 20 plus. No, I am. That's what okay. I'm saying. There's so many good talent in the pool oh, right now. Okay. So More many so injuries Fair on uh, on people's teams lists. Yeah. So even the people that aren't uh, suffering the injuries are going to be doing the trading. Anyway, I think that's, uh, that's right. a wrap. What do you think, Matty? That's a wrap. Look, what I think is that uh, best of luck to all the teams that I tipped, um, except for once, twice, three times a darling. I put an insurance tip down there. I want him to win for my tip, <laughs> but I'd be more than happy to take a long overdue win. But thanks for, for playing. Long overdue? Oh, <laughs> it feels like months. It feels like it's I haven't like, had a it's win. It's like two weeks. Yeah, well, mate, it's a long two weeks. Um, catch us back here, same time, same channel, same place, uh, for your Monday morning drive to work fix. You've been listening to the Crab Man, Crab Chat, and the Chook on Crab Chat. Uh, and tune in next time for more shit talk. Or reply stop. <laughs> <laughs> reply stop to unsubscribe to Crab Chat. <laughs> <laughs>